Peace. It is the Cliff Notes episode of Stacks and Bars. Now, last time we were on here, we were talking with my big homie from the Empower Empire that extended to my rap friends, Jinx. And when we talked with Jinx, we were getting down to the nitty gritty with how he started investing. I started to talk to him because him and I had a conversation and he started to tell me about how he got into the game. And I remember when I got in, I remember how difficult that was. So I wanted to share his story with you because I know a lot of people go through that challenge of getting over that very first hump in order to get involved with investing. His story resonated with a lot of different people because they can understand what it is to have that intimidation factor of getting involved. We talked in depth about that. And when we did, we talked about how he started, how the bug bit him because a coworker of his started to talk to him about it. And that kind of resonated with him. So he did a little bit more research. He made small contributions into his accounts. And he really started, like I said, from his coworker telling him about it. Once he wanted to get involved, he just downloaded some apps and made small contributions and just started to make trades from there. And that's as simple as it will ever be for anybody. If you want to get involved in the stock market, you simply need to just start. That's it. There are a lot of different ways for you to start. And in the Cliff Notes episode, I want to piggyback off of what we talked about in that episode. So just to give you the background on me one more time, go back to episode one of this podcast. And I broke down my introduction into the stock market. I started a very similar way, except for when I started, you needed more capital. I simply saved 20 to $25 per day until I reached $2,000. Once I got over that threshold, that's what started me in the game. Now, you don't need that much now, but the same mentality is still needed. If you wanna get involved, you still need to set aside something in order for you to make contributions to your account so you can start. For those of you who may not have enough money or think you don't have enough money, you do by the way, if you do still think that, or you just simply do not want to put your money at risk, you can do one thing. You can paper trade. We talked about that in the episode too. Paper trading is a technique that you can do where you basically practice trading. You get an account that's funded with phony money, which is called paper money. And in that account, they allow you to make transactions with that paper money so you can simulate what it would be if you were in the market. <laughs> there is a huge difference between paper trading and real trading only because there's a lot more emotion involved when you do actual trading because it's real money. When you paper trade, it's very easy for you just to go throw money anywhere just to see how it's gonna work out. And that's okay. The main thing about paper trading that I want people to take away from it is the transactional side of things because that's brand new to everybody who gets involved in the stock market. Pulling the trigger is simple. However, it can cost you if you make the wrong type of trade. There's a lot of different executions that you may not know about and paper trading is giving you some exposure to what those executions can be so you don't make those mistakes in real money because it can cost you. So when you paper trade, 
take away from that experience that you are going to get into the market and that you will iron out the mistakes that could happen with real money. So when you first start investing, there are a couple of different strategies that you can actually do because a lot of people are really just scared of losing money. That is the biggest thing that anybody faces when you go into the market is losing your money. And you have to understand that that is a part of the game. You're not going to get away from it. It's going to happen at some point. The biggest thing is that you actually have the ultimate control of how much you lose. A lot of people are scared that they're going to lose all their money. You can't lose all your money if you don't invest all of your money. That's as simple as it will be. If you want to get in the game, understand money will be lost, but you have the control over how much money can be lost. When you get in, set rules. When I started, I did not have any rules whatsoever. I learned that along my path. Now that I've learned that, I am sharing that with as many people as possible because I know how painful it can be to have big losses and never be able to regain the traction that you want to get. Make sure you have rules because rules are going to save your account. So for example, I had no rules when I very first started in the stock market and because of that, I took big losses. I had emotion control when I was going to sell. If I had rules in place, then I would know when to sell when I saw what was going to happen. So a lot of times what people do is they get involved in the market and they have no idea when to sell. So when things start going against them, what they do is they panic. They either sell at the bottom or they sell as it continues to move lower. To some people, that's okay. To a lot of people, that is not okay. Emotional selling is not a great way to control your gains. So make sure you have rules to know when you are going to exit a strategy if it goes against you. That is rule one. Rule one, don't lose money. <laughs> so when you get in the market, make sure you put some rules in place. Now, how do you get into the market? What I talked about earlier, is setting aside money. I had to make sure that every time I got paid, I saved at least 20 to $25. You gotta set a budget. So set a budget for how much you want to contribute into the market or to your accounts. If you want to put away $100, make sure that you do the discipline to do that. Set a budget. If you wanna buy equities, at any point in time or every single time that you get paid and make sure you set that budget. The budget is going to help you take care of any emotion that could be involved in investing your money. Set a budget. It's very similar to setting rules. Budget is a rule of money. Your rule is going to help you control your emotions when you are investing. And let's circle back to losing money. Again, you are going to lose money. There's no getting around it. You control how much money you lose. One strategy that beginning investors use is dollar cost averaging. Also known as DCA, dollar cost averaging. And that is simply buying shares of stock when the price moves lower. This also goes hand in hand with your budget. Because if you say every single week I'm going to 
use $100 to buy XYZ stock. Doesn't matter what price it's at, I'm going to get this stock with my $100 every single time. What you are effectively doing is using dollar cost averaging in order to get your share price at an average cost. So that's dollar cost averaging. So three things that you can do when you first start. Make sure that you have rules. Make sure you set a budget. And if you are interested, use that budget for dollar cost averaging. That is going to be your advantage as well. Another big question that people come to me with is how much do you need to invest? My story is I needed $2,000 bare minimum and even to start back then. Nowadays, you don't need that much. So how much do you need to invest? Rule of thumb is this, okay? If you are truly concerned about how much you need to invest, you need to invest 15 to 20% of your income. That is the rule of thumb. If you want the strict answer to what you should be investing, it is 15 to 20%. Now, that's not something that everybody needs to adhere to. If you want the real number, that is what it is. The absolute real number is anything you can get in the market. That's what you invest. If you can only afford five, $10 a week, then do five, $10 a week. That five or $10 could be your 15 to 20% or that five, $10 could be five to 10%. Doesn't matter, make sure you get some involvement in the market, period. That's the only way your money is gonna grow for you is if you invest it. Investing is a scary thing because you can lose money. There's a lot of things that you can have a healthy fear of. Fear is normal. What you can't do is be crippled by that fear. But what I will tell you is that most beginning investors do lose money. And that's because they don't have the rules, they don't set the budget, and they know nothing about dollar cost averaging. What they often do is sell when things are low and buy when things are high. The exact opposite of what you wanna do on the market. And that is a learning curve that a lot of people face when they get into the market. It takes the average investor at least three to five years before they actually start seeing a return. And by year seven or eight is when they are actually profitable. Now that is some scary numbers, but you can get around that simply by listening to people like myself, Marathon Money, or just doing any other research. You can go out online right now and you can see that a lot of people lose money in the stock market for those reasons, but you gotta have rules in place. They don't have discipline, and that discipline is what helps get you those returns, especially when things get tough. Now I did a little bit of digging and I want you to check it out too. You can hit Google and you can go to thebalance.com and they say most investors make nothing, <laughs> period. So when you do make a return, I want you to celebrate that because a lot of people out there don't make a return at all. You are ahead of the pack when you make a 5% return, a 7% return, a 10% return, celebrate that. Now, the stock market itself yields a, between a 6 to 7% annual return. Anytime you can get ahead of that, you're ahead of the curve. So what I wanna do is give you some tips in order to get around that curve before everybody else, if you are just starting. Now, I have a couple things here. 
I want to go back to setting an exit strategy. Make sure that you set an exit strategy. Know before you even get into that trade what you're going to do to get out of that trade. One thing that I tell people when they very first start is to set a profit target. That is going to help train your brain to understand how to sell. This is critical because there's going to be a lot of times where you will have a big gain and don't capitalize on that because you simply didn't sell. So selling when you hit specific profit targets is going to help you understand, okay, I hit 20%. Let me let that go. It's very easy for you to duplicate getting 20% returns in the market. That may sound crazy to a lot of different people because they understand what I just said earlier about 7%. <laughs> but in this game, getting 20% returns is not abnormal. And I say that because a lot of people will see 20% returns and not take advantage of it. And then when it dips back, they'll get back to that 78 and then take the return. When you can simply take it when it hits 20, not think about it, rinse and repeat, the process gets easier. So make sure you set a profit return or profit target in order for you to help compound those returns with ease. Position sizing. This is one thing that I did not know when I first got it. And position sizing simply means out of your account, how much are you willing to allocate towards one stock? Rule of thumb is do not allocate more than 10% of your account to one stock. And that makes a lot of sense because if you have 10% that weights your entire account on one stock, you don't want to do that. So diversification is also code for position sizing. Make sure that you do not allocate too much money towards one stock because if that one stock makes a huge move against you, it'll take your entire portfolio down and it takes a lot of work to bring that back up. So those are a few things that I wanted to bring up with you. Simple strategies in order to help you get ahead of the curve, all right? If you want to invest, understand you're gonna lose money. It's no problem. You control how much you lose. You are the ultimate driver in this journey. You have full control. I don't want anybody to tell you otherwise. Saying the stock market, you don't know what is going to happen. You're right. You don't know what's going to happen. And that's the beauty of it because you don't know what's going to happen. You know exactly what you should do. You're in control. Don't let anybody tell you different. Every week, I'm going to try to do my best in order to bring the podcast to you. I don't have any stock picks for you currently, but next episode, I promise you, I'll hit those chart streets and bring something to you. Hit up my YouTube page. I give you every single week how to use technical analysis. I am the chart Jesus when it comes to this. The truth is there. Make sure you check out the YouTube channel and hit up my boys Marathon Money. They give you picks every single week. Marathon Money Plus. And now you know what time it is. It's time for those bars. Ah. Uh. 
Y'all already know without rep Them stock tips Bragging and talking about returns That's not tips Only place that can give you them bars And them stock picks Positive energy to confirm You got this When you take possession of your future The plot twist Giving control to someone else You will not miss Been at this since 2006 I ain't stopped since Socks and bars about to be number one on the top ten Stop, 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 stop.